following was produced by Pirate Radio Studios Incorporated in Memphis, Tennessee. Hello, my name is Rick Cheddar, and this is From Radio Land. Greetings, salutations, hello, hey, how's it going? Welcome to another episode from Radioland, from the home office in Memphis, Tennessee. This is episode 379 of this program, such as it is. Got a great show coming up for you this time. Oh, Lord of mercy. Oh, if you didn't hear it, you're going to hear it now. <laughs> uh, it's, uh, it's, there's, there's, so much, there's so much joking with that. Uh, the reason being is that uh, to, uh, this, this program, uh, this episode, was originally recorded on the air at Radio Memphis. And it's a conversation that Natalie and I had with uh, Marcella Simeon. And you'll hear some music, and it's a great time. And, uh, you know, it happened live, as as these things do, as, as, as we do sometimes. And if it is uh, if it happens to be, say, midnight central time on Wednesday or Thursday morning, however you want to look at that, and uh, you're hearing it on Radio Memphis, which is really weird, It's then it's new to you, and we, we appreciate you doing that. And... Um, and of course it's released on a Sunday in this, in this particular case, it is the 23rd day of the month of May. This is when all this is happening. <laughs> I know it's weird and confusing, but that's the whole world that we live in right now, because it doesn't really matter when something has been produced and put out there. It's just, it's just a thing. And, uh, I, uh, if you're in, if you're into, if you're into the whole podcast scene, uh, which, you know, uh, I appreciate you tuning in and finding out what that's about. First of all, I don't like the word podcast. I've never been a fan of it. Uh, it's derived from the, fa- the the fact that it, it came from the iPod, and you could download material on it and, and hence have a podcast as opposed to a broadcast, which is really what more this is. Nobody's listening to a podcast anymore. They're listening to it on their phone. <laughs> and when you have a show... When you put a show together, uh, for those that that uh, that are doing that are thinking about doing it, there's 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 a few things that you have to do. First of all, you have to find a place to host the the the, the audio. In our case, we use a company called Podbean. I pay them a yearly fee, and they they archive every show that I have up there, and they make it nice and presentable. And they help generate what is called an RSS feed, right? It's a subscription type of thing. It's a URL is really what it boils down to, but there's a lot more to it, and it gets involved and complicated. Now, once you have that. Then you 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 have to get it to the big boys for everybody where where everybody gets their shows right. Nowadays you'll hear you'll hear somebody talk about their show and they'll say, "Hey, it's everywhere wherever you get your podcast." Or some people have an exclusivity deal; it may be through Spotify only or through wherever. All right. So when when we started this show, you, of course you sit now. You have to spend a day or two, and you sit down and you have to do all this kind of this administrative work. On getting the show out to out to people, right? It's because it's not going to do you any good if it's nobody if nobody knows where to get it. So of course, Apple is the big one. It was iTunes when we started. Now it's Apple Music, but that's neither here nor there. So you have to go through this this kind of this online paperwork type thing, and it's it's a bit involved. But there's there's some stuff that you have to do, and part of that is an agreement to the terms of service of their of their deal. So we so we hit the big ones at the time, which was Apple, TuneIn, okay, Google Play. So we got all the Android folk as well, and then there was a few others that we submitted to as well to kind of we thought would be enough to to, to get us going to be Stitcher, which has been around forever, uh, Player FM, Pocket Casts, and I think there's another one out there. But at any rate, the big ones is going to be Apple, TuneIn, and and Google Play. <clears throat> 
that's where people who have their podcast get their shows. Now, every one of those you have to submit to, and TuneIn is a good example. We also run Radio Memphis through TuneIn. We're available there as well. And part of that process is filling out some paperwork, virtual as it is. You have to fill it out, and then you have to agree to their terms of service. Okay, and that terms of service, that one of the terms of service that they are giving you is that you have to what you have to agree to is that they have the right to run an advertisement in front of the show. So if you were listening to this program through TuneIn, for example, more than likely you heard an ad before it started. I get none of that. That's that's specifically TuneIn's money. That's their deal. That's fine. That's I, I don't have a problem with it. That's what justifies me being on their on their platform. It's an awareness factor. In exchange, they get to run my show unedited, right, for for your listening pleasure. And they don't run any other ads in it until they may put a post ad. You know, one it's where the, uh, there's a pre-roll, right? That's the first one. And then there's one at the end, an end roll. <clears throat> Some of them might even suggest they, they'll stick a mid-roll one in there. And I'm glad they don't do that. I, I don't agree with that per se, you know, because I don't want them to bust up the conversation with a – you know, hey, check out my so-and-so pimple cream. You know, there's it, it, nothing like that. And, and yes, there are ads that run on this program that I physically put in, right? There's one that's coming up here in a little while before we get into our conversation with Marcella. And then there's one after that conversation that has a promo and a PSA, I think, is in there. And then there's the end of the show, and then there's no more ads. That's just the way it is. So there's really only two spots that happen in here. And the, the value of those commercials kind of go up a little bit the more you, your show gets spread around. So it behooves one to pay attention as to where your show is showing up. So enter this story. (laughs) One of the things that I have done over the years, and I only do this maybe twice, maybe three times a year, just to check it out, see what's going on. Because when you're, when you're, when you're, when you're a personality and you're out there, you're, you're an exposed individual it helps every once in a while to fire up the old search engine, Google, and and run your name through it and see see where you're showing up. It's fascinating. Um, I did. You could do the same. A lot of it's redundant. It's mostly this show, and there's a stuff over at Radio Memphis, of course, and, and some articles that have been done, uh, newspaper articles and television bits and videos and stuff, and that's okay. That's all well and good. And you don't really have much control over that. So imagine my surprise <laughs> when I found out that this program from Radioland is now available on iHeart. Okay, iHeart Radio, formerly known as Clear Channel Radio. And and for those that may not be too hip to what's up here, I spent about 14 years working for that company. When I was at the, uh, the, the here in Memphis, the oh, there was an FM affiliate of that uh, one of the FM affiliates here, and I did uh, a bunch of work there. Uh, I was a personality there. I I, uh, I was I started in production and I worked my way into afternoon drive and then uh, finally in morning drive and then there's a whole series of episodes from this show that talk about that. And if you want to find it, you can search for Exiled to Radioland and you can you can hear them. There's three stories there. It answers a lot of long-running questions that I've had, and I don't really talk that whole like a whole lot about it because it's long and involved, and it's you know it's what it was. Now, to get on to to get your show onto iHeart's platform, right? You have to do like you do everybody else. You have to submit your stuff. 
you have to fill out some paperwork. You have to fill out an agreement to their terms of service. You have to give them your RSS feed, right? The thing we were talking about earlier, you have to give them your artwork. You have to, you have to provide all of this information and you have to agree to the fact that they're going to probably run an ad in front of your show. Here's the problem. I didn't submit it to iHeart for obvious reasons. I, why would I want this thing on that program, on that platform? I know a lot of podcasters, a lot of show showrunners and whatnot have, who have said they have tried forever to get their show on there and they won't, they won't accept it. So they're, they're being somewhat picky, but I've never submitted to them. Not only do they have from radio land, mind you, they have the radio Memphis on demand stuff that's available there. They have the heavyweight chumps, one of the shows that runs on radio Memphis. And nobody submitted to them. They just took the show. They just said, up, oh, we're taking that. We're going to run it on our platform. We're going to run an ad from it. And there's nothing you can do about it. Now, see, normally I wouldn't have a problem because I've submitted to this and I've agreed to that term of service, right? I don't have a problem. If you, if, if you, think, you, if you think it's worth that to you and you're allowing me to get onto your platform, I'll agree to that. But these monsters <laughs> just flat out fucking took the show and put it on their platform. Yes. So if you're listening to this show on the iHeart platform, which clearly they aren't listening because they don't know what I've talked about over here and what I have said over the years, or they just don't give a shit, which is probably part of the part of the deal there. I mean, I guess they see the the numbers of people who listen to this dog and pony show and find it's well. They go, oh, there's a built in audience, and we can we can sell hot dogs to them or whatever the fuck they're selling. Oh, we don't need to ask them. They'll they'll agree to it anyway. Now, okay, this is now this puts me in an interesting position. Think about it. If I'm really if I've got my tits in a ringer about all this whole thing, I could probably send an angry email to some void <laughs> some black hole that's that's that exists in their uh, their corporate structure and never get a response because they don't answer it or I, look it's corporate I know how these people are and I could say hey would you kindly remove my show I I don't want I don't want to be a part of your of your little thing there it's cute and all but you had a chance to do this whole internet thing before and you and you cut a lot of people loose because of it and 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 I just don't agree with it. I could I could come up with any reason. Or I can continue to leave it there, which I think I'm going to do. And you know, bad mouth of the I could bite the hand that doesn't feed me. <laughs> I'm not getting anything for this. I get nothing. Nothing. The cost of the annual uh, a fee that I pay to Podbean uh, is made a couple of times. That's really about it. And there's no real profit here, aside from the schadenfreude, if you will, of the fact that a guy like me who was let go from Clear Channel for money reasons has <laughs> now reacquired this program for nothing, and they're running an ad on it. This is this is so typical of how this stuff works. Dude, to even get this show onto Spotify, I had to jump through a lot of hoops, a couple of which seemed to be on fire at the time. 
Is it worth it? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know where everybody's listening to this program. There's, there's, it's, it, no one shares that information. So you, you just kind of have to go with it. I, I, the, the, the aggregators don't report back. However, Podbean gives me something because that's what I pay them for, partly. And even that's not entirely accurate. But nevertheless, the fact that this program was, is, is being pirated by a pirate from a pirate. That's hilarious. <laughs> it's, 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 it's amusing to me the depths of depravity of corporate greed. I mean, I'm not, I shouldn't be surprised. I mean, should anybody be surprised? We've all been there. We've all seen it. We've all heard of it happening. <clears throat> and there's somebody that may be at iHeart that's listening to this and is going, oh, oh, we didn't know. We just did it. Is it better to better to beg forgiveness than ask permission? Is that is that what it is? Because if that's the case, y'all suck at that. No doubt. Didn't even let me know. They did. <laughs> My email address is all over this stupid thing. It's in the RSS feed itself how you can write the program. But no, <laughs> no, it's not a it's not a it's from Radio Land at uh, PirateRadioStudios.com. I think is what it is. I think it's still there. I don't know. That may be a dead one. I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't know. I don't pay that much attention to it because I, people have reached out to me in other various forms, and it's typically through social media and whatever the case. But they didn't even do that. <laughs> they just oh, we're just gonna run it. Yeah, we're gonna take it. Yeah, look. Oh, look. There's an audience there. What's the show about? I don't know. Don't care. It could be in Swahili for all they know. It could be sitting here, to, you know, giving out plans to build nuclear bombs for all we know. <clears throat> and clearly it's not that, but nevertheless, I mean, okay. If you're listening on iHeart, uh, congratulations. Welcome. I guess, you know, look, there's other places to get the program. If you've got a problem with iHeart, you can get it anywhere. Apparently <laughs> so it's, it's sort of been whored out. And I, like I said, I don't, I have no idea how that happened and clearly they're not listening. So, you know, there, there it is. It's just, I don't know. The irony is, it's thick. You know what I'm saying? Right. Big show on the way here in just a moment. We'll pause. We'll come back and we'll hear from the lovely Marcella Simeon. She's next right here from Radioland. Know someone with a drinking or drug problem? Learn how to get sober after we share these stories. I was 35 with two beautiful children when my life and addiction started to spiral out of control. After my divorce, I went into a depression cycle and started drinking more often and using prescription drugs. After my second DWI and arrest, my ex-husband threatened to take our children away from me. I was 17 when I became addicted to heroin and meth. I thought I could quit on my own, but I couldn't. It hit me when I was arrested. Get sober now. Your private insurance may cover costs and we'll get you here. It's simple. Just call Elite Rehab Placement right now. Please, don't wait. Your life matters to us. 800-958-2155 That's 800-958-2155 Marcella Simeon is in the studio for Marcella and her lovers and uh, gumbo grits and gravy and all sorts. How long have you been in town now? How long have you been here? It's been 11 years. Wow, 11 years. See, I was right. <laughs> 11 years. From, originally from Lafayette, is that right? Yes, Lafayette, Louisiana. I have family down there. You and I could probably be related. Uh-oh. 
possible in Louisiana. It's, it's possible in Louisiana. I was born in Shreveport, but I've got family down in Lafayette and Monroe. Oh, cool. All down through those parts. So. Right on. Yeah. So why why why'd you come to Memphis? Um. Well, I mean, you're drawn to it for all the obvious reasons when you're a musician, and um, I mean, I was I initially, you know, the the Memphis College of Art is really the thing that got me here got me here i got yeah. a scholarship and um that i it was really a, a killer experience um college experience i wouldn't have done it any other way um and then started my band while i was still in school and then yeah it, de- it developed after so i'm yeah. curious because your dad was a musician and you grew up basically grabbing everything as you said with the the resembled a microphone so yeah how did you gravitate towards art instead of music initially? Well, I mean... Girl can draw. Really, it was both. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't in a long time, unfortunately. But I, I really, I mean, it was it was both. I, 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 I started, they started me in a Montessori school, so I had a really cool, you know, educational upbringing and everything. And I was, there was art and music was always around. So I really, my parents kind of... They didn't discourage me from having a career in music, but they were like, you know, really of that mindset uh, that you need a college degree and something because, to fall back on or whatever. Because I know that you play like piano and then guitar and then like you've kind of gone back and forth between multiple instruments as well, right? Yeah, yeah definitely. I, I, I can't choose a favorite. <laughs> <laughs> and and I'm I'm experimenting with even more now doing more electronic stuff with like samplers and synths and all that. So the the So I've heard. I never limit myself, you know. <laughs> I heard I heard the unreleased track. We all did. And uh that's really cool. Thank you. It is really, really cool. Thanks. It's you a know, different thing. Pre pre pandemic it seemed that you couldn't swing a dead cat in this town without hitting you on a stage. <laughs> My God, you were playing everywhere. And it seemed like like five different venues a night. It's DKDC, you were a regular there. It felt like it. I was doing like... There were people out in the streets. For a week. Because that, well, that place is as big as a closet. Yeah, and there's totally. people all standing out in the parking lot out there across the street behind the OLA. It's and they're, wild. They're, they're all up and down Cooper. Yeah, but it's just a hang in there. You just want to be there. It's just so It's a cool. groovy spot. Yeah. But you were playing there like almost like weekly, I think it yeah. was. Yeah, well, about twice a month. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, yeah, doing piano gigs and just wherever wherever anybody would listen. Yeah. <laughs> Well, that's good because, you know, this town being what it is, yeah. you know, when you think about it, it's not as many venues as, I mean, it's, of course, Beale Street, but you don't play Beale. No, not really. I mean, I, I, I'd love to, but I, I, you know, I don't know. It's just a different different vibe and, and um, I, I feel comfortable in Midtown and, and Cooper Young and it's kind of just our, our audience seems to be there. Um but we've done some festivals and stuff, so it's 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 cool to see a ri- a wide variety and range of like gender and age and race at my shows. Like it's like oh, yeah. you can see people in their mid twenties and people in their sixties. It's like it's wild. Um, so I, I I love that that we've been able to get in front of just everybody here. 
Yeah, it's a shame the pandemic happened because there were so many people that would say, hey, Marcella's playing, we're going to go see her. You know, Because yeah. I, I live in Cooper Young, and yeah. I'd be outside, and people would walk by, and I'd say, hey, what's going on? So, hey, Marcella's playing. I'm like, yeah, I can hear it from here, but, you know. <laughs> but we're all we're all going down, and it was like an event, <laughs> you know. It's fun, man. We're actually, I was just talking to Karen about when she reopens, which will be in a few months, actually, and we're going to do like a second line through Cooper Young with Kind of a welcome back type thing. my dad, yeah. It's oh, that'll be fun. great. Yeah. That'll that'll be fantastic. Yeah. So what did you do during the pandemic? Oh man. Um tried not to lose my mind and locked down with <laughs> this guy. A lot. Yeah, 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 no, we had a we had a blast though. We adopted a French bulldog and we 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 love taking her on walks and hanging out with her. She's amazing. And then um yeah, no, I wrote like crazy and and just we would just come up with ideas any chance we got and would just record and just try to keep the juices going and I started a Patreon and that helped to kind of motivate me to make content every week and were you, were you doing some streaming stuff? my comfort zone yeah yeah any I luck with couple, that? well I did like two uh, Facebook things that were affiliated with other organizations or whatever and then um, yeah not, not, not a lot when it comes to like free streaming you know but when you have a bit of a paywall, like with Patreon, I've had some success with, and uh, yeah, yeah, I, I really, I really enjoy it. So the stream thing was weird at first, but I, I, I love that too. I mean, it's a whole another way of of connecting with folks. It's like sitting in this room; you're playing to an audience that yeah. you never hear, right? You know, yeah. Tell us about the lovers. How did you hook up with those guys? <laughs> Um, and, no, it's not the lovers. It's her lovers. My it's, lovers. Yeah. And, and, how did you, and how did you come up with that, actually? Well, it was a truck stop in West Memphis there, Natalie. And, uh, <laughs> right outside the iron skillet, you see. I can't give all the details. No, no. <laughs> that gets into her OnlyFans page. That's what all that is. Oh, man. man. Speaking of streaming. <laughs> Yeah, no, I mean, we, in all seriousness, I mean, the name is, yeah, it's totally a joke, but we, I, I met a lot of these guys just playing, like, I would just take my accordion places and just show up and just jam bush, you know, like, and see who was feeling what I was doing, or I'd just start singing or whatever, and in in, the, in a polite way, I wasn't too pushy. And I imagine it. with an accordion, people, you got like a lot of crazy looks and stuff. For sure. People are, are simultaneously intrigued and like freaked out. Oh, it steals out. the spotlight. Like, let's what? let's be fair here. Somebody shows up with an accordion at any gig yeah. and everybody's going to go, what the hell is this? Right. Yeah. So it's not it's not the sexiest instrument, but I I I'm, I make it my business to try to make it more sexy. Well, it's a Louisiana and, thing though too. Yeah, yeah I mean, let's totally. keep keep that in mind down there. You and that in South Texas. I grew up in South Texas, yeah. so there's a lot Same of that thing. And then with that's that's a spillover of zydeco music, and then Tejano. Tejano, yeah. and they're working with metal now. Yeah. and Tejano that metal makes it's crazy two tones. It's wild. It's wild. But you are a very attractive chick, and the voice. You've got the voice. That so, I think that's sweet of you to say because so, that I think is my main instrument. I think that's the thing I do best. It's yeah. all the whiskey and cigars. That's it. <laughs> Me and my lovers and our cigars and our boudoir. <laughs> I speak French to him and we make right. songs. Ooh, ooh la la! It's a cheesy scene. You can see it. Well, gumbo grits and gravy is not a 
a tongue-in-cheek thing either, is it? No, no, that's actually that's a different thing. That's a different thing. Yeah, this 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 like roots trio thing that came together in a really cool way. Um, Ann Harris, who played with. Uh, uh, I have a tune here. Otis Taylor for a long time. Yeah, she's been in the blues circuit. I'm sure people listen to know Ann Harris. She's, you can't forget her. She's a fiddle player and she just is insanely beautiful and wonderful and everything. Super talented. And so it's been really cool being able to collaborate with her and Guy Davis, who's a legendary, you know, blues singer songwriter. And his parents were Ozzy Davis and uh, Ruby D, the mm-hmm. two, yeah, famous actors and activists for in the civil rights wow. movement. And uh, he's got some incredible stories. It's just amazing to, yeah, spend time with them. Um, I have this tune here. I'm gonna let's play it uh, yeah. from Gumbo Grits and Gravy. Um, What's the story here? Um, so this one is an original of mine called Como Elsa Song, which translates to How It Feels. And it's a love song, but um, I wrote it um, 10 years ago, but re-vis- re-recorded it with them where we did like, um, I took some tracks and uh, recorded in Memphis and then sent them, we did it like virtually in 2019 actually, before Neat. the pandemic. <laughs> Yeah, so we well, that's how you do it, together. then. You fly the tracks in. It's that's a little right. easier than flying the artist in. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> a lot cheaper. All yeah. Right. All right, well, let's hear the tune, and uh, we'll come back and we'll chat some more, okay? Yeah. yeah, here you go. Yeah, that's why. 
Tu vas qu'on avec ça. Tu m'as fait tout qui chose. Marcella. Girl. <laughs> Gumbo grits and gravy right there. That's, a, that's awesome. Man. Yeah. That uh, that sound takes me back to Louisiana very, very, yeah. very, very easy. I mean, that's, I feel like I need to take a shower now, Thank really. <laughs> <laughs> Got the humidity yeah, and the I, funk. I'm, you you know, can smell that song, yeah. is what I mean. You know, <laughs> totally. You can totally to smell it. Take me to church on it. Yeah. Saying. Oh, yeah. Saying. yeah. They are good spiritual communicators. Those two with me, we just clicked when we when we we met to to build the band in January of 2019. It was a concept of guys, manager and guy, and uh, yeah. Are you still doing anything with them? Yeah. Good. We're, we're I'm actually busy with them this year, um, and we're get, getting out on the road in July, up to the Northeast and the North Atlantic Blues Fest and some other venues around there. Yeah. And then. Uh, yeah, uh, Norway in early August for the Nottingham Blues Fest, and then Denmark at the end of August uh, for Thunder Folk Festival. So I take it cool. you haven't lost your COVID card. No, <laughs> I have not. I have not. I'm ready. I'm, trust me, I'm fully vaccinated. I just, I I'm ready. the dumbass that lost this goddamn card. You weren't here the, earlier when you were talking about that. The day I got that. my second shot, which was last Thursday. Yeah. I was, I, was like, I was like, you know what? I need to keep this someplace. And I thought, well, let me put it where my passport is, right? Yeah, so I, I couldn't find that either. And then I found it, and now it's sitting on my desk, and I can't find the card. So I don't know. It's, I know the feeling. I'm usually that way. But So if you're traveling uh, into into Europe then this summer, is, 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 what, is, what's that, what's that going to be like now in this quote-unquote post-pandemic I thing? Know. I mean, I don't know. Uh, it's, we're, I'm we're watching India like crazy right now, and that's scaring the hell out of a lot of folk yeah. because of what's going on, because of what people are getting out. Yeah. Are you taking all the lovers with you, or no? Just it's just, just going to be me and okay. hopefully Dustin, because Dustin okay. will play percussion with us. He did on the Blues Cruise last January, and um, yeah, just just the gumbo grits and gravy ensemble. So it'll be small, and yeah, hopefully everything will be as scheduled, you know, and that mm -hmm. they'll they'll let us come in with our. COVID cards and all that. So, okay. But I think it's more. It's not so much the where you land. It's it's the getting there part that's the real suck fest. Yeah, yeah. Because I don't know. I don't know what it's going to be like to sit on a transatlantic flight wearing a mask the entire time. Sitting that close to humanity. <clears throat> I'm gonna need to smoke a lot of weed before. <laughs> so I'm gonna be knocked out because I'm not taking that mask off once. 
on an airplane. I can't imagine, you know. I mean, it's not going to be fun. But You'll be popping gummy bears the whole way exactly. across. Exactly. Just saying, yeah. I would because be we didn't last that long. Gummy bears last longer. Yeah, yeah. exactly. But, you know, an eight-hour flight <laughs> is still an eight-hour flight. Yeah, yeah. And you don't know who. They're going to pack you in there. Like, they're going to have you social distance at the gate. <laughs> and then they cram you all on the plane. Once you get we'll on the see. plane, though, surely you can take your mask off at that nope. point. What? Nope. You know, if, have you been on a plane? Uh, but I mean, yeah. Rick, by you, that time... You're going to have people practically sitting in your lap. You don't want to take your mask off. Yeah. By that time, though, aren't they have... I'm assuming that by that time, they... And everybody's got a card. Wh- what is the point then of... Well, not everybody's going to have a card. Yeah. And that's the I problem. They're not forcing vaccinations. Now, airlines may tell you, you cannot get on our plane without it. Right. Or without a negative test or something like that. And I'll be damned if TSA is going to get that invasive with me. Right. They do a COVID test. bad enough when they're fisting me on security as it is. (laughs) Always go after the long-haired guy. (laughs) Yeah. You'll be the one carrying the drugs for sure. (laughs) Of course. Y'all are lucky I'm wearing pants at this point, you know. Same. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm with you, man. <laughs> but that, but that's exciting, though, to be able to look at, you know, getting back out of the road, too, because last year was so so messed up. And, I mean, that's your moneymaker, man. When yeah. that get cut out from under you like that, it it's gets kind of scary. It was very scary. I was applying for grants. I was on unemployment. I applied for the EIDL that that helped um, yeah. get us through at least a bit of it. But yeah, I mean, whew, I, I thought about changing careers. No <laughs> way. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, there were a lot of people. I've heard I mean, that same thing. Yeah, it's, it was scary. I you, mean, it, you just you you don't know what to do in a situation like that. You're you sitting know? there thinking, you know, a warehouse gig ain't all that bad. Yeah, right. Literally. I mean, I, I, my mind went to some wild places for sure, but I'm glad that... Well, I'm glad you stuck it out. I stuck with it, yeah. And the Patreon thing is really cool. And I mean, that you when you have a, a an audience of people who care about tell, you... Tell everybody really what your out. Patreon is yeah, right now. Marcella, it's patreon.com slash Marcella Simeon. And uh, yeah, you can just search me there and, and, and get in to Give the party. Give her money. It's a fun party. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, was only, I was kidding about the OnlyFans, by the way. <laughs> Or was I? I don't know. Um, (laughs) When all else fails. (laughs) Patreon is like OnlyFans, but people keep their clothes on. Exactly. That's what that is. It's a little more sophisticated. (laughs) It's just a little bit bit more. Step, step above. When's your next gig? Do you have an... Um, I've got, uh, let's see. Me and the lovers are going to play at Rail Garden on... May 30th for a brunch gig. Right on. Um, yeah, and then my dad's actually coming to town on May 16th and is going to play at the Rail Garden. Mark, so I'm going to sit in Yeah, we'll, yeah. We'll, we'll continue to promote that. And then um, um, at, thank you, and then at Roar and Pour at the Memphis Zoo, I'm opening for Larkin Poe, which I'm excited about. Those girls are really cool. Roar what? Larkin Poe. Larkin Poe. Um, oh, whoa, whoa. Okay. Um, at I'm the not, Memphis Zoo. I wasn't. I didn't know yeah. about that. Yeah. Okay. I think they're still selling tickets. Uh, at the no, zoo? I, did, I didn't know yeah, about at the that. Zoo. They have this annual thing called Roar and Pour, where I think they have a bunch of yeah. uh, wine and beer people that set up, and it's a party. Wow. Yeah. Over there in Cat Country. It's gonna be fun. Or That's in Monkey Town yeah, or wherever right. it is that you're gonna be. Yeah. Uh, June fourth is that that gig. So. Well, oh, that'll be fun. Yeah. What do you know about that? Um, tell me about Leave My Fire. This is a really 
like one of my only really blues forward tunes that I wrote. Um, I mean, I have lots of them, but that I that's released, we'll say. Um, uh, and yeah, I recorded it with Pete Matthews and Toby Vest in 2017 at American Studios when they were over there. Yeah, nice. yeah. that's a neat yeah, room. It was fun, and we uh, that was the first full length album that Marcel and the Lovers put out, and. We're going to be getting it out on vinyl, finally. Cool. Um, so it was all, you know, I mean, self-released in, independently. So we didn't have a lot of label support. So it, not a lot of people heard about it. But we're trying to still keep a, uh, some excitement around it. So. Well, let's fix that. Let's play it. Yeah. Yeah. Here's the, here's the tune, Leave My Fired, right above us.
Lovers at Radio Memphis there from Got You Found, Leave My Fire. Uh, you said this was coming out on vinyl, right? Yeah. So how did that screw up your track order? <laughs> or did it? It didn't, actually. We you got lucky, did you? We did it the smart way, yeah. Because <laughs> you knew it was going to head to vinyl at yes, some point, yes. exactly. It's all sorts of weird math and coming up with a, with an LP, isn't it? Totally. And we had to think, we thought about that when we went into the studio. Like, yeah. we wanted to keep it under 40 minutes and, you know. And then, yeah, it worked out. Yeah. So how did you, did you record it like, did you have, you had, you have vinyl in your head when you go to record it yeah, too. So of course. We just didn't have the funding at the time three years ago. So. So were you laying it on tape? Um, yeah, we did. And he, they, they, they just do some Pete's magic, great. the two of them. Yeah. He's I don't know how Pete can hear anything. He's so loud with everything he does. This is the loudest yeah. mixing session I've ever been a part of. Totally. But he's, he can hear every master, little thing. Though. Yeah. He's a master. So brilliant. Um, well, that's well, that's awesome. Now, did when you write, is it is it a is it a collaborative effort then with you and the band, or is it just like this? It's my way or the highway. Because <laughs> somehow I think that's that it's that one. Is it? It's like it depends, damn know? it, you're gonna play it like this, I'm or you're gonna go flexible. home. I'm really not. I'm not too much of a diva. Like when it comes to the, I didn't the say diva. <laughs> you're the boss. It's your act. It's true. No, yeah. I mean, we. It's really. Luckily, I, I work with some incredible guys, and they they. Their ideas are brilliant. Like, I mean, ninety nine point nine percent of the time. <laughs> so, <laughs> but yeah. it's that one tenth of a percent that you got to worry about, Marcella. You know how that is. Oh, and I can't. No, you got me. some great cats. Yeah, in the yeah. yeah. So it's it's beautiful. Yeah, I mean, I, with that one, I think I brought the basic chord structure in and the lyrics in, and they just you know put their magic on it. We brought in Rick Steff, and he was oh my god amazing enough. Rick to can make music out of anything. Oh my god, he you can did. give him a cork and a spoon, and he'll make a song exactly. out of it. Exactly, he yeah. has totally made those songs amazing. And um, then I had a guest vocalist on that song, Tia Henderson, and she's an incredible new singer. Um, yeah, she was a Stax uh, student, and uh, oh, yeah. she's just a badass. She was touring with Tank and the Bangas, played at the Apollo before the pandemic. Like, yeah, she's doing great. Yeah, Tank and the Bangas—that's a—that's a—that's a thing, man. Yes, serious thing. Yeah, absolutely, they're amazing. Um, let's play uh, "Birds Flying Away." Yeah, that is from the, yeah. This there's a story behind this, Switzerland. Isn't well, it's actually a cover of a. a Oh God, I can't think of his name. Uh, Mason Jennings, I think. Yeah, Waylon Jennings' son, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, uh, a friend of mine used to cover it back in the day, and it stood out to me. And then I just—it kind of stuck with me, and I—I I, I don't know why. I just always wanted to record it. It was just I always thought it was beautiful, and. Then when I went to Switzerland to play the Lucerne Blues Fest uh, in 2017 with my dad, I just made the most of the experience, like any young artist will do. And and I'm like, I want to. I know some people in Switzerland, so I'm so going to try to. So you recorded it there. Yeah, I'm going to try to make the name Colin, band. who's his mix. Uh, well, actually, Colin Dupuis is actually in Nashville, but I know he's got a French last name. It's crazy. Oh, so he's not Swiss. No. Oh, not the guy who. Not the guy who mastered it. Oh, I got right, you. Right, but the I whole band is Swiss. Is Swiss. They're all Swiss. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it was fun though. Okay. Um, yeah, let's Interesting. Listen. Yeah. Okay. All right, let's hear it. <laughs> I left my 
Seviated Radio Memphis, Berg's flying away. She's here in the studio. Yes, indeed. For a little while longer. Yeah. <clears throat> and she is so gorgeous in person. Aww. You insulted her with a camera, though. <laughs> We're on, we are on radio, so these guys can't see her. So I'm just letting them know how gorgeous she is in person. Oh, no, there are people looking blessed. in the chat room. Yeah, yeah. Making me blush. <laughs> So, uh, so what, what you're going to hit the road here this summer? Then is it you're going to get back into the studio? You got plans for that? Oh right? yeah, we're shoot. We were like in it today, uh, just at home, our little home studio. Like yeah. we're working on a song, um, so we're always working. Um, but yeah, I want to get back in and like to to finish some things that we have that are get you another full album ready. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we've got a single that's coming out in July that I'm really excited about, and we're going to film the music video for it at the end of this month. Is that the one that we heard before we got on the air that we're not allowed to play? Yeah. So apparently, (laughs) and I loved it. All of us loved it. Me, Mark, and Rick heard it. And so... I Describe it. For whatever reason, you... It's different. You said that it's like going in like a little bit different direction. Yeah. 
But it doesn't feel like that to you? It doesn't. It looks cohesive uh, with everything else? No, maybe, it's clearly Marcella Simeon. Maybe yeah. a little, but yeah. I mean... It's slightly different, but it's I still Marcella. I still love the hell out of it. Thank you. It's, a, it's almost more, you know, kind of a production-wise pop almost, you know. Yeah, I think that's what Rick like said. There's a little pop. There's a little... Little pop to almost shoegaze nearly. Yeah, yeah. You see where I'm going there? Totally. You could lo-fi the thing and probably do yeah do something with that. Yeah, I mean it's definitely. Of course, we heard it on an it's iPhone. It's definitely so. away from the like the uh, Cajun and the uh, accordion stuff. Yeah. stuff. Yeah, that's what I've, I've I want a little bit. I like having I like having uh, yeah being able to make different just kind of dance through different genres because I have such a wide taste. Yeah, you music. do. And yeah, I mean, artists I need to grow, myself. But right? your, albums yeah. Are, yeah. your albums encompass a pretty wide palette anyway. Well, thank you. I mean, I like they're, they're, I hope they're not... I hope so. There's, they, each song is its own animal, you know? Yeah, yeah. Definitely. Um, but yeah, I mean, I mean we're, I'm experimenting with different instrumentation using, like I said, synth and, and uh, a synth pad thing with a sampler. And we got this new sampler from Roland. Um, and uh, yeah, we're just getting experimental and, and having a blast. Good That's how you do you, it. Girl. Girl. It, Good for you. Fun. Yeah. Um, before we turn you loose, uh, we have a short tune over here. Um, the, uh, the Night Was So Young. Oh, yeah. That's a quarantine no, that's, creation. Oh. That's a quarantine creation. Yeah, Dustin's Dustin. involved in yeah. this. Yeah, right Dustin's over there. It's pretty. It's wild. Dustin's over there. Who hollering? And it's like so totally like rough. Can't wait to hear. And it. made at home and not like mixed and mastered properly. But it's, but it's only two minutes. I want to play hey. it and we'll come back and we'll chat a little bit more yeah. and then we'll I catch you later. I love it. I love it. The rawer it is, I love that more. Yes. The raw. Yeah, All yeah, right. yeah. All right. Well, here you go. Uh, the night was so young, right here at Radio Memphis. The night was so young. And everything's still The moon shining bright On my windowsill I think of his lips It chills me inside And then I think Why does he have to hide Is somebody gonna tell me Why he has to hide He's passing me by He won't even try to make this love go where it should The sky's turning gray There's clouds overhead I'm not asleep, I'm in my bed I think of his eyes And it makes me sigh I think of his voice And it makes me cry Is somebody gonna
fun watching you just giggle your way through this uh, the, the listening of this. <laughs> your cor- you and your quarantine buddy had a little fun, I see. Oh, oh God, Rick. <laughs> so funny. Like, man. Oh, shit. I got hiccups. That seemed, did that seem like, a, that seemed like a short song? It is. Is it? Intentionally. Okay. <laughs> Fuck. I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> she, she's got the hiccups now. All that champagne. Oh, <laughs> Let me turn that it. mic off. It's, it just sounds like somebody let a hog through here. <laughs> well, no, that's fun. No, I know that's not, you know, you, you think it's not like mastered and stuff, but is it something you'd ever want to revisit in the studio? Or are you just happy with oh, the way sure. that would turn out as it is? No, we'd love to. I would love, I mean, I love it as it is because it's lo-fi and awesome and, and weird and great and us at home. And there's, that's special to me. But yeah, I mean, the song is so cool. Like the original, I'd love for you to hear. Um, it's a, it's a, like not the most popular Beach Boys album. It was called Love You. Yes. Um, and... It's just awesome. The lyrics are wild. It's just Brian Wilson geniusness, you know. Oh well, yeah. You can't go wrong. Him in his little sandbox in his room. Totally. And, yeah, man. that's yeah. that's how we were. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you're going to be uh, out in public at the end of the month yes. over at Royal Garden. That's, that's May thirtieth, right. one thirty to three forty-five. It says here on my sheet. Mm-hmm. It's a free show. Yeah. Come with it, y'all. It's the it's the Marcel and her lover show. The last free Memorial one for Day a while. weekend, isn't it? Yeah. That'll be the holiday weekend. Uh huh. Uh huh. It'll be fun. That'll be a big old time yeah. sitting outside and uh, playing under the stars. There, well, not under the stars, under the daylight. It'll but be the yard is fun. It's nice out there when the weather's nice. It's real chill and, and nice atmosphere. They have a good menu and good drinks. And it's fun. Do you ever have an issue with the train that comes right behind that stage? Not when I played. Maybe one time at night. It was a weird. They don't. Thing. They don't honk their horns or nothing. They just kind of roll by. Yeah. I think we got one once that was a little like, okay, we're just going to, we're going to take a second and wait for that to go and happen. <laughs> but yeah, no, it, it doesn't, it doesn't disrupt in the daytime at all. Yeah. That's awesome. It's cool. It's a cool spot. Thank you so much for coming by. Thank you. It's Rick. good to see you again. Thank Last time we saw each other, we were we were we were both judging some songwriter thing. Yeah. That's at the right. Halloran Center, at I think. At the Halloran. Yes. That was fun. That was a fun time. A lot of good talent. There, 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 there are a lot of fine, talented folk in this yeah. town, and you are one of them. And I appreciate you bringing me your music. And if there's anything I can do to ever help you along the way, please stay in touch with me and Thank you uh, so much. get a hold of Mark Caldwell and uh, get back onto the show. And yeah. here, eventually, let's let's bring the lovers down here and yeah. let's let's perform on the air live. I love it. Can we do that? Yeah, I'd love to do that. That would be a blast. We've uh, we can we can we can handle it right here in this little spot. You're about to have some live music in here in a minute, but cool. but uh, we'd love to have you and the lovers Thank come down and play. You. Be great. We'll do it. Marcella Simeon, ladies and gentlemen. You can find her at MarcellaSimeon.com. And of course, all the music can be found wherever you get your music. Yes. Go buy it. It's out there. There it is. Hi, this is Reverend Oma from the Broom Closet Metaphysical Shop. A lot of us are making time to deepen our spiritual paths. The Broom Closet has a wide selection of books on spiritual topics and a huge selection of tarot and oracle cards for connecting with spirit and our higher selves. You can choose from our vast selection of gemstones, crystals, and crystal jewelry to enhance your spiritual journey. Check out our mindful living gifts and home decor to complete your sacred space. Visit us in downtown Memphis or online at thebroomclosetmemphis.com. Hi, it's Olivia Munn with my shelter pets, Frankie and Chance. Say hi, guys. When I adopted them, I discovered that they both have incredible personalities. Chance's sole purpose in life is to love and to be loved. 
Frankie is a little bit of a scoundrel and always entertaining. They're a little bit of a lot of things, but they're all pure love. Adopt pure love at theshelterpetproject.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council, the Humane Society of the United States, and Maddie's Fund. Here's what's coming up on the next episode from Radio Land with Rick Cheddar. I think the whole notion of a promo seems sort of wasted in this, don't you think? Because then and now you're sort of hooked into listening to the the, the sequential episodes, right? Is that kind of how it's supposed to work? Wow, looky there. I did some math on something that I developed a long time ago, and I still don't understand it. <laughs> yeah, so what, what, what's going to happen next time on the program? I have no earthly idea. Why is this? Because I'm behind on everything. Is this a big deal? No, absolutely not. Because it's just not that, that's just not, it's not that it's not important, it's just not that, not that pressing. I don't think that far ahead. I'm so used to being in the moment as it happens, the way it is, that sometimes, sometimes things get loose. But I can promise you this, there will be something in this space next time we get together. And for that, well, we'll see what happens. For previous episodes, go to radio-memphis.com. To download episodes to your mobile device, search the show in iTunes, player.fm, stitcher.com, Pocket Cast, or tune in. And now, here's more with Rick Cheddar from Radioland. Right, there you go. <clears throat> Next time on the part. <laughs> Excuse me. Allergies, pollen stuff. You heard what's uh, supposed to happen next time. I don't know what will be the thing. I'm enjoying a cup of tea. I, right before I sat down, I thought, you know, a cup of tea sounds pretty good. Ah, oh, but, but it's like 90 degrees outside. I don't care. I'm in an air-conditioned studio. What do I care? I, I, you know, I have, I have my picadillos ah, and it's lovely. Was he drinking some Lipton? No, actually it's not. It's a Turkish tea. Uh-huh. So put that in your pipe and put that in your hookah and suck on that. Huh? I, I have my taste. I, <laughs> I like it cause it's really strong. It's, it's good, strong tea. If you like, if you like a, if you like that kind of stuff, uh, it's called Chai Kur. Uh, it's the it's the brand of it. Um, it's the red bag of Chai Kur. The black bag is uh, it's a little more hoity toity, if you know what I'm saying. Uh, I get it. If you're in Memphis, there's a place here in town that sells it off the shelf, and it's uh, it's the Mediterranean Market there on uh, on Park near Highland. That's that's where it is. They've got all sorts of fun stuff in there, and it's uh, it's all Middle Eastern stuff, man. It's everything around the Mediterranean, and it's fantastic. It's it's they've 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 got some really cool stuff. I didn't realize that there were that many varieties of pickled olives, but there are. So you know, go in there, and let your tastes run wild, and the and the folks that run it are real sweet. They're they're great folks. It's kind of a little mom and pop type type joint, and that's what you like. It's what I like to do. I don't like the big chains. Not a fan. <clears throat> I like to support the little guy, you know, the local guy. I'm a, I'm one of those myself, you know, uh, just one of those cats that's, uh, you know, uh, working it on my own. <laughs> uh, earlier in the program, I was talking about how um, how weird the Wild West of the Internet is, and especially in the world of, of con- streaming content. I mean, that's a thing, man. It's, it's a big, big deal. And for those that... Uh, um, for those that that are that have a show or a new show here and they're still trying to figure it out, just be wary. <laughs> it's going to show up in really weird places. Then again, I don't know if, if there's no rhyme or reason to a lot of this because is it uh, 
is it is it because you're you're drawing good numbers or is it because of a name or is it because of what your what your content? I don't know. It's clearly not content because it's not that's certainly not that. I kid, of course. It, you know, we we strive to bring you some some good entertaining stuff, or else we wouldn't we wouldn't have been taken by iHeart. And no, and for the record, let me make this perfectly clear to you: I do not work for iHeartRadio. I am not an employee of iHeartRadio. I get zero compensation from iHeartRadio. If I did, they'd be up my ass pretty hard by now by the things that I have said about iHeartRadio because, quite frankly, I think, my opinion only, that company sucks out loud. They've destroyed FM radio almost single-handedly. I watched it happen. Hell, I was a part of it. Not going to get into that. But I just find it amusing that they just, you know, look – if you want to, if you're in a band, if you're a musician, right, and you want your stuff played on Radio Memphis, you send me that stuff, right? You you email it to me and you tell me about who you are, and then we go through a process, an approval process, and if it meets our standards and it winds up on the air, it's just that simple. Here's a little hint: it's not that hard. But I sure enough do not go out and find a band and just randomly put their stuff on the radio. That's a that's a dick move. B that band did not give me authorization to do so such as it is. So, you know, there's a, there's a, this whole permission thing. You got to be kind of cool about that kind of stuff. I just, you know, I don't know. I'm, I'm amused, annoyed, <laughs> annoyed and amused. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not even pissed off about it. It's just, I don't know. I, I'm sure some of you might go, Oh man, that's, that's just a, it's a dick move. You're right. It is. <laughs> it is an absolutely a dick move. Who knows? This thing may disappear off the iHeart platform after they hear this. I don't know. And frankly, I don't care. They'll read the description of this thing and probably go, ooh, yeah, let's pull the plug on that. <laughs> and again, they may not. They're just their aggregates. They just they just suck it up and they try and claim it as their own. No, I did not give them permission to do it. No, I don't like them. B, uh, also, I, I, don't, I don't get any money from them, so... They're making they're the ones making all the money off of me. So they don't have a problem with me running my own ads and they don't have a problem with me running my mouth about about them. Fine. Fuck them. You can have the show. <laughs> there's there's your there's your your consent to terms of service right there. Just fuck you. You can have the show if that's what it is. it's cuz it's petty. It's dumb and petty. But I'm on to you. You know what I mean? I'm done. I'm out of here. I got things to do. Uh, Y'all be sweet. Y'all take care of yourselves. Take care of one another. For God's sake, stop shooting each other, all right? I'm Rick Cheddar, and this has been from Radioland. Rick Cheddar from Radioland is produced by Pirate Radio Studios Incorporated, Memphis, Tennessee. All music performed during this episode was used by permission. No part of this program can be rebroadcast or used in any other way except by written consent. For more, go to radio-memphis.com.